We're going to jail, pal. What is that? What do you think you have there? You broke the law. You are such a boy scout. Look at you. You see everything in black and white. No, no, no. Not black and white, Ritter. Right and wrong. Well, you see? There you go again. Why was I kept out of it? You weren't kept out of it. You're neck deep in it. You went before Congress and you got the money for it. You went before Congress and you lied to I me. never I lied to Congress. You lied to Congress. You said some advice. Give me you that told shit. them no troops. There are troops, Jack. I didn't know that. You know I didn't know that. No. I have no recollection of that. That's the term you have to learn. If I go down, you're going with me. Wrong again. I have an autographed get out of jail free card. The president authorizes the deputy director CIA, Robert Ritter, to conduct Operation Reciprocity, including all support necessary to such activity. This operation is deemed important to the national security of the United States, etc., etc., etc. You don't have one of these, do you, Jack? Hello and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by ExpressVPN and Calm, the number one app for sleep, meditation, and relaxation. I'm Victor Manis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcast and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. Gentlemen, welcome back. JVL. Hey, boys. You're looking very tanned, rested, and ready. Though I'm at least one of those things. How are you, fellas? Doing I missed just you. Fine. I missed you a lot. How How have you been doing? How was the beach? The beach was lovely. I had uh, two weeks of vacation. The first week, I only had to work from about five in the morning till nine in the morning, and then from eight in the evening till midnight. <laughs> so I only had to do like eight hours a day for the first week, which was amazing. And then the second week, ooh, then you got really I, got like native. You went native. I did nothing. Whoa. You wouldn't believe how native I was. The for things real. I could tell you about. How, oh, no, fantastic. For real. That's great. And there are no rules at the beach. I don't know if you know this, but mm-hmm. when you're at the beach, there are no rules. There are no Literally, rules. I like had- Like you can go naked. I had my, my five-year-old wander up to me at six o'clock in the morning, one morning, and say, can I have Pringles for breakfast, Daddy? You, you know said, what I said? I said, sure thing. <laughs> We're at the beach. What flavor Pringles? There are no- uh, Original. <laughs> breakfast. Breakfast flavor. <laughs> bacon. Breakfast bacon. Bacon flavor. That counts. I, I brought you guys each a little souvenir. Oh my gosh, no. props. He's got props, everybody. What do we have here? Sonny's dreading this. Oh, I love playing oh. cards. Oh, no. Ooh. Candy, candy cigarettes. We were talking about them candy. like last week or the week before lucky, or something. Lucky lights. Oh, wait a minute. I thought it said Lucky Strike. <laughs> they wow. They even look like real cigarette brands. You know what? And it's I also- I got you Lucky Strikes. Yes. I got Sunny the Marlboro version. Yes. Yeah, the Stallions. I like Lucky Lucky Lights, like, and it has a horseshoe I like and it. a four-leaf clover, so it's can extra I, can lucky. Can I get pictures of the boxes with I you like, guys? There you the go. Boxes here. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Because I will look put at yours, this in I'll put this in Sunny, that looks like Marlboro. That's pretty impressive. Sonny, give me a. Hey. There we are. I just like it because warning, the, Surgeon uh, General says the the warning <laughs> Lucky sign. lights will kill you. Or the, the the nutrition facts uh, thing on the side looks kind of like a warning label. It it, it all works. No, out. this is what and that's how you <laughs> want it to be. I want it to be as real as possible. Oh, and did you see who uh, distributed by? Do they have the pink tips? 
No. Oh, that's the, no, that's the I remember. They that. used to. They used yes. to one one end of yeah. the sugar would be a so you would pink know that's like the um, so that's the end you that's hold the light oh, that, yeah the, that's the light oh that's the filter um do you see where it says it's distributed filter. distributed in the USA by South Orange New Jersey mm-hmm. so probably Seton Hall students were putting this together <laughs> they were working part time <laughs> the part time pirates um, okay so, so good was, you really had a nice I, I have a little flash update if you oh, guys are interested what's going in on. Texted you all from. Are you interested? You don't. You don't have to be. Fall I, ball. I was. I was. I was giving you the. Come on. So Let's fall. This is another triumph of my parenting. Fall ball has started. Yes. First game was last night. Mm-hmm. The practices were during the period when we were at the beach, and Flash was very hot to leave the beach and come back to practice for his ten to twelve year old fall baseball league. Yes. Well, you got to get practicing. We said no. We're talking about practice here. <laughs> I said to him, practice. You talking about practice? <laughs> not a game. Not a game. Right. It's fair. So we skipped it, and we showed up for the first game last night. I prepared Flash on the way to the game. I said, look, you weren't for any of the practices here. Coach doesn't know you. It's a new coach. It's a new team. Mm -hmm. You're going to show up. You're going to be humble, Mm -hmm. and you're going to just take whatever he dishes out. Yes. And you're going to do it with a smile on your face and be a good good player, good soldier, good leader. And he said, okay, okay, I'll do it. So we we get to the field an hour early. We got to actually close 90 minutes early to beat the coach to the field. The coach comes. Flash goes up and introduces himself. Says, "My name is Flash. Uh, really sorry that I missed the practices. My parents wouldn't bring me back from the beach for them. Uh, but I'm really excited to be on the team. I want to want to help the team. Just tell me what I can do." And coach says to him, "So, uh, what position do you play, son?" And he says, "Well, I am primarily a pitcher, but I can play anywhere. I'm, you know, I'm per- I'm good on the infield. You can put me at second or short, wherever you need me, coach." And he says, "Okay, son." And coach says, "I'm a I'm a really good pitcher." I throw the ball in the low 60s. And the coach laughs at him. <laughs> says, 10-year-old kids don't throw 60 miles an hour. Why don't you start out on the bench, son? Oh, and, boy. And you know what Flash said? No problem, sir. Jumped up on the bench, spent the first inning cheering for his new teammates, none of whom he knew. It's always hard to. Then came in, mm-hmm. played a great game, played a short, played a second, played a first, and the right home, and they lost. It's the first time he's ever lost. And he says to me, so, uh, do you notice I kept it all inside, Dad? <laughs> I said, that's right, buddy. Yeah. Important life that's lessons. Right. Sports teach no, important life lessons, he... like stifle your rage. Yep. <laughs> Don't take it out on figures of authority. Make sure that you are... You're, Fake you're, it. Fake a good attitude. Fake it until you make it, you know. So, so he's basically Roy Hobbs, and the coach was Wilford Brimley. Basically, it's for a, like like a third of the movie. A third of the movie. Do you remember this? He sat for a long. No, Sonny rolls his eyes. A third of he sits. I don't care he rolls, for the natural. He, I love the natural, and he sits there for at least a third of the movie, and then finally, Wilford Brimley was nineteen when he filmed that movie. <laughs> That's right. Wilford right. Brimley was as old <laughs> as Brimley, Tom Cruise was. Wilford Brimley is now my business. age. He's forty-five. <laughs> He's right. Yeah, right. He was the same age as Tom Cruise. Risky yeah. <laughs> business. Okay. Son, you think you can hit a fastball? Yeah. What do you have? Your diabetes. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Do you remember the story about? I might have heard this story on Glop, so maybe it was Rob Long who told the story about how Wilford Brimley uh, was a, a part of that militia in uh, Wyoming or Utah, where it's like in the event of it's a special militia in the event that a person back in the day had chosen uh, was given the death penalty, and that he chose a firing squad, and he was a volunteer. Did he ever shoot? <laughs> I'll anyone? do it. 
Not that I know of. Mm. Yeah. But you know what? I would I would take I, just, I would like Wilfred Brimley just, to kill uh, me. If that was me. I just kind of fit my finger through the, the trigger of my diabetes. My fingers are just he'd swelling still, from the he'd diabetes. Still get it, though. He'd still hit the heart. Swelling. He's still hard. You gotta so, get a special gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So you that's got to cut the trigger guard take off. The trigger card off. Look at these letters here from real seniors with the diabetes. <laughs> you could put, put a string and just pull the string. Isn't, isn't that one of the guns that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was trying to sell Russell Crowe in The Quick and the Dead? There's like a triggerless. <laughs> there's like a trigger guardless. Uh, a a Brimley. Brimley. Uh, we call that a Brimley. Yeah. A, a, this a, another the Brimley. Another, another great movie. Love that um, movie. Good. How are you, Victorino? I'm doing fine. I missed you. Oh, well, likewise. Um, I see Sonny, of course, because, you know, I mean. Yeah, we're, I was texting you guys. Uh, yes. Uh, Sonny, Sonny, how are you? I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Do you have happening? any news you'd like to share with the class? No. Any big life stuff coming on? Well, basement. Almost done. Oh. Almost. You know, we've been people we were have been waiting for a basement update. We were weeks later. We you know, forgot. We were, that we were still in a. We're we're in the fire. They're putting in carpet today. So you were using special marble <laughs> cut from a quarry from, outside of from Zeus's head, Rome. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, and Italian crema marfil. And so, exactly what you've been right. waiting for is for the marble to be shipped across the Atlantic Ocean. Well, we had. I I actually was building uh, a meth lab. Under the the basement, and that is what has taken so long. Cause they had to really, they had to dig it out. They had to blast out some rock. We had to, you know, put in some some uh, centrifuges down there. But you know, it's good it's now. Hardened. We're we're good to go. We're good to go. Good. This is exciting. Uh, so that's fun. I'll show you guys the. How, I'll show you guys the new bookshelf favela when we're. How when close we're, are you to being done? Li- they're literally putting the carpet in today, Thursday morning. And that's the last thing? <laughs> that's the last thing. That's that's it. So we're... we're by the time we're, you arrive home by the time today I, on Thursday afternoon. I get home afternoon. tonight, mm-hmm. it should be... We should, I should be able to do anything I want down there. Not have to worry anything about that workers Vic wants? or... No. Well, it's not a sex dungeon. It's not a... <laughs> Where do you attach the harness? It's a meth lab. <laughs> it's a, it's 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 oh, the entryway oh, to a meth lab, so, not so, a sex so, dungeon. It's, 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 I have it's some a breaking standards. bad. It's a breaking bad <laughs> yeah. situation for you. Okay, uh, that's your fantasy. Excuse so that, me. So do you that have way. a tie, love swing? <laughs> <laughs> so that that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Uh, okay. I spent most of the weekend uh, uh, putting together a big girl bed for my yeah. daughter. Yeah. Got one from mm-hmm. from IKEA. Uh, and are you doing the the side guard? Well, to it's, start with, or are you just gonna let her roll out and fall out of the bed? Around oh, she's, a, she's already <laughs> fall. She's already rolled out once. <laughs> she rolled out once. She got right no back. No side guard. She's a, she's a, well, back it's got in. it's got a side guard on one side, but the side the side with the side guard goes against the wall, so it like doesn't really it doesn't really do anything. The side guard it doesn't should make be able to be moved look. to either side, Sonny. Mm, well, you would think that, but the way the bed is set up, eh, it's not it's not. But I actually you but just we turn actually, it around. No, but then you wouldn't be able to get into it because there would be a side guard there. You turn it around. You you couldn't get yeah, in because the side guard goes all the, the way. Whole, well, it's, I'm it's, just telling you what it is. But this it's it's set up this way. IKEA. Yeah, it's <laughs> Swedes. It's it's just for up. you. It's <laughs> yeah, just for you, yeah. Tommy. Uh, Swedes are the worst. Um, isn't he Finnish or something anyway? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so anyway, that was fun, and also uh, painted the the bathroom upstairs. I had a very masculine That's weekend wow. over Labor Day. I, I painted. A bathroom, and I put together a little girl's bed. I'm basically... Is it pink? Uh, the bathroom? The or the little bed? girl's bed. No, it's, it's just like, like Ikea Kitty wood, it but it's got, it's got Moana sheets. Oh. The best of the Disney movies. Oh, yes. the Moana. Neocon. Oh, that's good. Moana. The Neocon. Uh, what, what's that on your a... lapel there in your tweed jacket? Oh, it's, uh, it's the uh, oh, unicorn from uh, Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. 
Do androids dream? I wear this to remind myself that I'm not real. And none of you are either. (laughs) Except for in the alternative Sonny version, he is. The mirror universe Sonny is real. That's right. That's right. He doesn't have a goatee. (laughs) He's clean shaven. Well, you got a haircut, so you're looking very sharp. I did. So that's good. Okay. Also, one other uh, item of big life news. Got a pair of Alan Edmonds shoes. Oh, yeah. You sent a picture about that guy. And I'm not trolling. Yes. How many RAM do they have? They are... (laughs) 16 gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> per sole? Per sole, yes. Wow. Uh, so are these English shoes? No, they're American. They're made here in America. America. Are American shoes better than English shoes? I don't know. I would assume probably not. Are English shoes better than Italian shoes? Mm-hmm. Give me the greater sign, English, Italian. Mm-hmm. Is this a watch thing? I'm I don't sure. quite this understand. A, I'm not sure understand. what the right answer what is. What are, you, what are these shoes? Are they, are they, how much do they, I'm sorry. Question. Yes. How much did they cost? Oh, they were actually pretty cheap. I got them for, Mm -hmm. uh, well, they were on clearance, Mm -hmm. and then an extra 30% off the clearance. They were like 110 bucks or something. It was great. Great deal. That's very cheap. Mm -hmm. They were very Mm -hmm. cheap. Yeah. Wow. So why were you excited? They can't be any good. Well, they're pretty nice. They're They're pretty nice. (laughs) Well, they weren't originally cheap, but they were originally. So they were they were very nice. Yeah. You think about it. You you bought it. You got to think. You got to think. You got to use your galaxy brain on this. Amortize the cost of these (laughs) shoes over the course of their life. How many how many cents per wear do you think (sighs) they will wind up being? I would assume that I get at least. I would have to say it's somewhere in the ten cents per wear range, at least. Right. That would be like a thousand wears. I would assume you get more than a thousand. A thousand wears, a thousand just wears. Like three years. Well, three years if you're wearing it every day. Who wears their, the same shoes every day? I have different <laughs> shoes. No, 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 no. It's true. I change it up. I change it up every Weird. day. It's, I, I, I wear the same sneakers every day. Big, big news. Yeah. Big news oh, for me. Which is? Shoes. Oh, yeah. Shoes. Okay. That's good. That's I can't good. wait. I can't wait to, to polish, polish them, them for the first time. How long do you have to... <laughs> question. Yes. How long do you have to wait before you can... Po- before the initial factory polishes off and you have uh, to apply your own? I will probably give these uh, a couple... I'll, I'll give these at least a month or two where I'm just using lotion to keep the, the leather supple. And then I'll... It, once they get a little nicked up, I'll start using the polish. Question. Yes. Where do you put the lotion? Do you put it in the basket? You put it in the basket or you get the hose again. You, nobody wants the hose. Nobody wants the hose. Question. Yes. Are they slip-on, tie, or Velcro? Well, you can see oh, them right oh, here. Oh, is this oh. them? You can see them right here. Are those that. rubber soles? A little bit of both. I see yeah, some wood in the middle. Like it looks like there's rubber. some wood. And it, it's a style. It's, it's a style. The laces. Derby shoes. Derby, derby shoes. shoes. Is that why the tweed Actually, jacket no, I don't think 105 derby derby shoes, degree heat? Hold on. I don't okay. think they're That would have counted that. There. You could have fooled anyway. me. Anyway. That's good. Victorino, how Hello, are you? Guys. What did you do on my summer vacation? Oh, let's see. Did you here. go away again? Uh, hmm. No, 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 no. This is the end of it. We were uh, in the house. We actually did also. My daughter is now in her own room, which was the den, but it's her own room. And it was all, everything you described, the work that you did, uh, my wife did. So she did, she painted the walls and the, but then I said you let me know when you need you know the brawn the muscle because I can't figure out how things are what what's happening here until you le- just let me know what you want me to do so the carrying the bed part was a big ordeal because we thought we had it together and then midway down the stairs it falls apart <laughs> and then we were trying to re put it put it back together but anyway it was a little right. stressful but it the, worked out the bed fell apart the frame yeah because we were trying to break up the frame and then. And then we couldn't, and then when we were bringing it down, it just, you know, detached on its own, and I was left carrying most of it. Was it like one of the one of those metal frames it that you put, a, like, no, box springs on? No, it was wood. And not, yeah, no, but it was wood. It was <laughs> pottery barn. Um, but then the rest of her uh, room is uh, Ikea. 
So anyway, but that worked out just fine. Um, and I have been on a really good health kick for two weeks because I had my blood test last Friday. I got oh. the results. I aced it Your triglycerides? by my standards. Okay, my triglycerides, which were, I mean, this is very personal information to share with our substandard listeners, but it was over 600, which is not even on the charts, right? That's like any moment stroke, down to 218. So I cut it all the way down because I've been- All RG. Uh, all RG and, and, and the running. And my my total cholesterol, again, I'll share this with listeners, a total, so that includes the whole thing, which apparently no one cares about cholesterol, 181, below 200. Is that good? That Yeah, as long as you're under 200. <laughs> you're supposed to be under 200. How is your good cholesterol? So-so. Um, bad, bad cholesterol? Slightly bad. Slightly two points about, but never compared to, you should have seen the numbers in January, uh, in six months ago. They were a nightmare. Question. And now I'm a new man. What did you have for lunch after you had your test? Uh, were we... <laughs> Oh, we were, that was on Friday. Yes, it was with you and Liz Harrington. See, I had a host ch- of the Free Beacons Right and Writer yes. podcast. If you're, you know, I had, a, I had a, a cheeseburger <laughs> and a couple of old fashions, and then later French on, fries. French fries. And I, I normally don't eat all my fries. I ate all of them, and then uh, that night I met out with my buddy Todd, who was in town with Kathleen, and I had several more old fashions. And then I was running up the stairs after I got out of my Uber back home for some reason. I don't know why I took an Uber, but I was running up. It was raining very hard, and I slipped and fell, and then I had a minor sprain in my hand. But it was only because of the rain. Which hand? The right hand. You sprained your right, your, I'm, I'm, your hand you know, or your I'm, wrist. I'm, I'm you expect I'm, us, I'm your hand or I'm your wrist. You, yes, Sonny, go ahead. You what? expect us to believe that you sprained your wrist slipping up the stairs? I just walked into a door, uh, Doc. Unfortunate, unfortunately, Kate saw me. She opened the door and saw me tumble. But I said, I'm fine, I'm fine. By the way, I don't know why, but, but don't ignore my breath. I said, ignore my breath. It's, uh, <laughs> it came out as... <laughs> it was a little bit like that. It was like that. But here's the big thing. The big thing is uh, I'm getting ready because this Saturday I am doing the 5K. It is the 17th annual Arlington Police Fire and Sheriff 9-11 Memorial 5K, and I'm running with Captain Bill Dwyer's wife, Erin. Fantastic. I'm very excited. Sonny, do you have any running advice? Don't wear the shoes that I'm wearing when you go running. I got new shoes, uh, and I, I tested them out yesterday. I know, no, no. no. I, know, I know too late, no, but no. they feel very comfortable because no. the shoes I've been wearing, I've lost sensation in my big toe because it's obviously they're are like Are these the same shoes? shoes? No, no, no. Uh, so these are new shoes. I and they're same new shoes. Kind of are shoes. they the, are the same? No, same they, f- right. they, they feel better. They're, they, they, they feel no. like I have no, no. shoes Pass. on. I, Pass. I have no shoes. It feels Pass. like I have no shoes. Okay, what? Your old shoes are what? They Nike. are the Nike. Asics gel. Nike okay. uh, cross trainer for like working out, not for running. Nike. The new shoes are? New Balance running. Okay. Shoes. It's only a five. The truth is, okay, so you're never supposed to race I ran, in new shoes. I ran 30 minutes yesterday. You're supposed I to put about 30 that. miles on a shoe, pair of shoes, before, before you're racing you're them. Before you're racing them. But 30, 30 miles so of what? <laughs> what, are do? what are you doing for 30 miles with no shoes? This is, what I, this is what I want to hear, JVL. Advice about the Saturday race. Go. Uh, I mean, it's a 5K. So well, it's, it's a 5K. Not, it's not you're a not going to die. Oh, right. Okay, un- good. Unless it's 105 degrees outside. The heat yes, wave is supposed die. to it's end. It's very, very The heat hot. wave is supposed to end. Okay. Uh, just the same, same thing as before. Go out super slow. Be in the back super of the pack. Super slow. You like to be in the Have back. Have fun. Yeah. Start in, start in, look, look. The only okay. thing not fun about a 5K is getting passed. And so you start all the way in the back. You're not going to get passed. You'll do the. Mm-hmm. You'll be the passer, not the yeah, passing. Yeah, that gives you extra. You feel good about it. What's well, fun because you're humiliating other people. I think there's only like one hill. You meet what at is the best in tree. life. 
<laughs> you meet at one, I think we're meeting at the Double Tree in Arlington, and then it's mostly flat, but I think there is some a couple hills in, in the end. I don't know. I've never done it before. So with a hill, yes, good runners work one side of the hill. So you've got to either work up the hill or work down the hill. Great runners, of course, work both, both. sides of the hill. <laughs> but so when you get to I the hill, I you, you should either really work Charge the up, incline. And then take it easy. On well, the, not take in, it on, easy, on but but, sl- but but go back to normal, normal. pace, mm-hmm. not easy. Um, or take or, it easy. Or, or go at a normal uphill pace. And then up. rush down. Not rush, but then like sort of open it up. I don't need to tumble. Open it up okay. as you go down. Uh, do you listen? Is music frowned on at races? You know, so a lot of races will say no headphones, um, and this is more of a safety thing. They, I think they want to get out of the liability of you getting injured in the race or oh, you know, knocked into a car so or like something. when you did Marine Corps Marathon, yeah, so when you did Marine Corps Marathon, no music for you. Right. That said, enormous numbers of people listen to music anyway. They do. And it's they fine. Flout, this is they a, flout the law. Okay. This is a thing which is perfectly okay. Okay. If you Maybe. care, but if you're running with somebody, yeah, yeah, that's also, then you should not have music. Uh, oh, at some point, I'm sure Erin's going to leave me behind. I'm sure that's going to happen. She's like, <laughs> no, she'll stay with you. This is your bit. first five k. Yes, no, very no, none, okay. she should run. She should run with you as your as your friend. She's mm-hmm. a more experienced runner. She is. She doesn't want to make you feel bad She's about it. Mm-hmm. She should run with you the whole way, okay. even if it's going to mm-hmm. make her slower than what her normal time is. That's fine. If I if I could, Aaron, if I, I trust you to run with Victorino the whole way. Question. <laughs> yes, Sonny. Uh, is this one of these races where you uh, chug a beer every kilometer? No, but I believe there's beer and donuts at the finish line. Oh, okay. So something funny like that. Um, I, I may, maybe I'll listen to music. If I did, you know what I'd love to listen to? I'd love li- I'd love to listen to T Rex's version of "Bang a Gong." Speaking of banging a gong, over the weekend, Crazy Rich Asians once again oh, took oh, the no. oh don't shake your head at me. Oh took no, took the top spot. That's Victory Nomadis talking. At the box office, the Filipino American. Oh no, grandfathers from China. Twenty-two million dollars. It's the third week in a row. Followed by the Meg with ten and a half million, and in third place, Mission Impossible Fallout with seven million. I like how we've managed to uh, immunize ourselves from all of these <laughs> charges, horribly racist things that are said on the Accusations. show by having a token Spe- Asian American. Speaking of which, did, the- so did we all see Crazy Rich Asians? I still haven't I thought- seen it. Actually, I, I keep meaning to get to the no. Uh, so, I'm, uh, have you seen it? I think somebody saw it. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the part you delete, by the way. So for yeah. premium listeners, give, you may get give a me the gene. Do, 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 give me the gene yell. Do, 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 do. What? Give me the gene yell. Gene! God forgive me. Get out of that chair, Vic. God, Gene's got to sit down. I loved Crazy Rich Asians. Now, I know what you are thinking. My review is going to be a bit because I love all romantic comedies. It's true. Crazy Rich Asians is about a Chinese-American girl who falls in love with one of Singapore's richest bachelors. His mother does not approve. She pretends to be nice, but she's really mean. I guess you could say she's The lesson is... Money can't buy you happiness, and believe me, this is no happy family. It's more like a poo-poo platter. The women in this movie... (laughs) 
And that's because when you get done seeing it, 30 minutes later, you'll want to see it again. I give it four stars. And that's the critic's corner. I think we have to cut that. <laughs> it's going to be a long flip. There can be, there can, you can do the elevator music. You want to just do that? Do, 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 at least some of it. Do, do, at least some of it. Do, 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 okay. Do. JVL, I need you just to... Uh, we need, you, uh, you need to you need to calm yourself down. But speaking of calming down, so this this I this shouldn't even be like a read. We love all of our sponsors equally, of course. Of course, um, I am super like legit. No kayfabe. Legit excited that we now have calm which is an app, C-A-L-M, Calm, uh, as our sponsor. We have been using in the last family uh, the Calm app for like two years. We've been... Amazing. I'm not even getting comped for this. This is amazing. Like this is just like, you know, yeah. we, we yeah. use... Yeah. I evangelize for this. I have probably pushed Calm on a dozen of my friends and family members. Um, so here's what it is. It's an app for your phone and... You subscribe to it, and it gives you access to meditations that you listen to uh, or breathing exercises or what we use it for primarily in my family, sleep stories. So this is going to sound like a crazy thing oh, no, no, for, no, no, no. for curious many people. But if you have kids, then you know what it is like sometimes trying to get your kid to sleep. It's it's like fighting your own private Vietnam. Uh, so Calm has all of these stories and they have fantastic readers. See, there's this guy, Eric Broff, just these amazing speaking voices. Uh, Clark Peters, the actor, does one of them oh, with really? that fantastic. Oh. He's amazing. From The Wire? Clark yeah. Peters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that guy. His speaking voice is so great. Uh, and the, the, so the woman I'm obsessed with is actually, not, she's in house at Calm. Her name is Tamara Levitt. And she is, I think she's their chief content officer, some very Silicon Valley issue. She's got the most amazing speaking voice you've ever heard. And so I, I do this all the time with my girls, where I, you know, so I go to put them to bed and we put on a, every, every single night. We, we open up, I have the calm on their iPods, they open it up, they choose a sleep story, and they, you know, we put it on, I lay down next to them. It's like magic. Miss Tamara puts them to sleep. Wow, it's amazing. Great. Every every parent with mm-hmm. children under the age of ten should have this thing. It's so good. Uh, this is actually this is one hundred percent true. For the first like seven hundred times I listened to, it, we had like these two or three Tamara Levitt stories that my girls really loved, and I probably listened to these stories seven hundred times without ever making it to the end myself. And like one night, I said to the favorite, I said. So like what what happens when the he gets to the Queen of Calm eventually? What and she's like, Dad, are you always asleep by then? I was like, Yes, I am, because Tamara is magic. Yeah, um, it's great. It's fantastic. So Calm really, it's great. I am so I love these guys. I think they're fantastic. I would be doing, I would. This is Prana level. That's that, is how, that is, that is how seri- excited I am. Serious. Prana level. I would be pushing this even if they were were not were not paying us, uh, but they are paying us. Um, so anyway, everybody should go out and and subscribe to it. Go to com.com slash substandard. That's c a l m dot com slash substandard. They will give you twenty five percent off of their premium subscription, which is a great deal. I don't even get twenty five percent off. I'm just paying full rate because I like the thing so much. Um, guided meditations, the sleep stories. I'll give you all sorts of more like of my 
private last family calm stuff over the coming weeks as we do ads for them. Um, so this is just the first installment. Just the first the series I'm... of calm advertorials. <laughs> like ad, from JBL. Evangelization. You advertorial. know what? Even after they stop paying us, I'm going to keep doing this because they're so great. God bless. Um, no, they really. <laughs> they're awesome. Uh, especially if you have kids. So uh, calm.com slash substandard. They'll give you 25% off the subscription. You should do it. It will make your life better, especially if you've got small kids. Just put calm on when you put your kids to bed and it will. But it's better than Benadryl. But that should that's be their a, corporate that's a, motto. That's a tall their order. Their corporate motto should be calm.com. Better than, better better than, than Benadryl. Benadryl. Better than giving your kid a shot of Jack. <laughs> it's really Pat great. on the butt into bed. So huge, huge, huge fan. I'm hoping to parlay this thing actually mm-hmm. into getting the next time I'm out in San Francisco, which is in just a couple weeks, uh, being invited to the Calm you HQ. Going, you going back to Twitter? Uh, I can't say where I'm going, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to be having some meetings with, with some people Jack. in the industry with his friend Jack. And uh, anyway, I would love it if the calm people would let me come by the office and grab a cup of I don't know chai tea with them or something. <laughs> that's what they, yeah, that's what they, something calm, something calming, something calm, something calm, relaxed. No, no espresso. About that. I see you went with the ad lib. Uh, there were two options for the ad reading. You did your own. That was, well, that I, was I literally just had a, a phone call with the people from Calm, and they they must be thrilled. They must be thrilled that you actually because well, you they pretended to be. Thrilled. I don't no, know if they I mean, actually I never, were. I hadn't heard of it, and then it was amazing. But I was but like, you know, I basically, I, I said, look, I don't need to, I'm a power mm-hmm. user. I, I I would just like to ask you guys questions about your company because I love it so much. And they laughed at me, and anyway. Excellent. Thank you, JVL. Um, I just had really quickly, just a couple thoughts, quick thoughts on Crazy Rich Asians, sure. if anyone's really wondering about this. I do. I, I, I haven't seen it. I'm it's curious. Kind of, it's kind of like a version of coming to America in the sense of the, oh, you know, he's looking for true love, so he disguise, he doesn't he doesn't reveal mm-hmm. who what his secret background is as uh, Singapore's richest, you know, bachelor, and uh, so that he can find, obviously, the right woman, but then brings her back. But then the rest of the story is back in Singapore, where, you know, she as a Chinese-American is discriminated against. I, it was not as funny as I thought it was going to be. Hmm. Um, there are funny moments. Um, Ken Jeong and Aquafina are scene stealers. I heard Aquafina is very problematic in this movie. Um, interesting. You should say why? that, but I'm not sure why. Is she why because was there? Because well, she has kind of a African American. Oh, she does. But I think that's the way Aquafina actually talks. People don't like it. Yeah. No, she. Where? Uh, she Where? did. Yeah. On Twitter.com. On Twitter.com. <laughs> You should, I know are people angry them. on Twitter.com? People are so angry on Twitter. That's people are always angry on Twitter. I, I can't remember if I told you guys the story the last time we were here, but like I was searching for crazy rich Asians in uh, on Twitter because I was trying to figure out something. I can't remember what. But the autofill in like the search box, was mm-hmm. it was crazy rich Asians. And after you were done typing that, the next word was black. Oh, And I wow. was just like, I wonder what this is all about. <laughs> Click. Oh, there you go. Just angry, angry, angry people. Just, um, I, I can't speak for Aquafina, but um, it's my own sort of personal experience growing up as a first generation. Is it first generation? Or my parents' first generation? No, you're first generation. I'm first generation, right, because I was- Because your parents were immigrants. That's right, where the, so I was born your here. Your parents are generation zero. You, and that's we're gonna, right. We're going to shut this down until we figure out what the hell is going on. I know, wait, <laughs> wait till you figure out what I'm going to say. You're going to have a lot of editing to do here, Sonny. Jeez. Um, and no, I meant the immigrant thing. Oh, oh the immigrant parents. Okay. That's a Trump joke. He's making a Trump oh, oh, joke. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, Thank come you. on. Sorry. Um, well, just don't we don't wait. need any more of these so, doctors so, coming in. Wait till, wait till. What, America's not making enough of our own doctors? We got to bring in getting, doctors getting, from the Philippines. He's getting political. The Philippines? <laughs> the, the Philippians. 
Um, and w- when you're growing up, I, I think a lot of uh, Filipino kids tend to adopt um, the the habits and and language of. Some of them might, a lot of them don't want to be Filipino or sound like Filipino or become Filipino like their parents do. They want to be Americans, right? Because you grow up in America. But that gives you basically a few options. And I knew a lot of Filipinos who sort of, uh, you know, they they were sort of similar to Aquafina, and they would adopt sort of the sort of the the attitudes and and the lingo of let's say another minority. Let's say if it was African Americans, or you, they would choose to be white. You know, and but you wouldn't see a Filipino being exactly like their parents were Filipino. But you would, you know, you would have choices, and that's what you do. Obviously, I chose to sound well. They assimilated <laughs> into the into the culture. Yeah, the, yeah. So that's the thing. I don't know. Is that sensitive? Is that kind of a weird thing to bring up? I don't I, know. Uh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll we probably could, get. We some could complaints. probably you could take that. Part Combine out. this with the gene review. Oh, man, the that was a lot. The lost lot. gene review that will never be heard. The gene clip show gave me so much joy. I listen to that on the. It makes me wonder why we bother to do anything else. If we just did, if we just did Gene, well, after this, we would we know still be providing ninety yeah. percent of the entertainment value of the product okay. without anything All right. else. All right. So let's talk about Tom Clancy because this is the other thing. Obviously, we we were thinking about. Uh, I'm sorry. Doing where's your transition? Ice. I have none. I'm, I have we, none. We take two weeks off, and all of a sudden, there's no transitions no, anymore. No, it's, uh, I was. Oh, we had the calm. Yeah, we had the gong. I got another one coming up. I got, a, I got another the... one coming up, but I didn't do a transition from Ad to Clancy. Um, uh, anyway, uh, we saw. I saw it last night. I thought I was actually. I said uh, something must be wrong with my channel changer because I was thought this was on Amazon and not CBS because that. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Shots fired at Tom Clancy's Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan had the feel of a show on CBS. It, it does, doesn't it? You but with lower I mean? production values. Yeah. It, it really? No, it really does. All right. So, what do you? What, what are your thoughts, Sonny? Can we? Before we talk about the new Amazon show, can we just discuss whether or not Jack Ryan is a played-out character? Mm. Yes. Large. Because I get the feeling he kind of is. We're now in the fifth iteration of Jack Ryan. We we had Alec Baldwin, and then two Harrison Fords, Mm -hmm. and then Ben Affleck, Mm -hmm. and then a Chris Pine reboot that didn't really work, that was not popular, didn't really go anywhere. Uh, And now this TV show, which, again, as Vic mentions... At least for at, at the very least through the first two episodes, which is all I've seen. I I, I haven't watched the whole thing yet because who has eight hours just to sit down and watch TV anymore? Um, it felt small and cheap, and uninteresting. And as much as I like John Krasinski, and I do like John Krasinski a lot, I think John Krasinski is is a, possibly an underrated talent, but also part possibly a properly rated talent as much as i like everything about this show i like all the actors i like the idea of jack ryan i like the idea of like doing you know real cia stuff but you know in in a serial format it doesn't work and i think the problem is we just have had too much jack ryan there's just been too much jack ryan too much wrong uh, jvl i i am a big jack ryan fan in the sense that i've read all of the Clancy books, almost, um, even after like the rot set in, when it was real. I mean, before when it was still Tom Clancy himself writing it, not before he signed it over to the estate, signed it over to four other mm-hmm. co-authors uh, who are now writing it with Tom Clancy's name taking up half the book title, yes. even though he's been dead for ten yep. years. Yep. Um, 
people forget that early Tom Clancy is actually very, very good. Um, and not just very good as a yarn, you know, as a storyteller, but actually like really just well-written books. Um, and then things get really bad after that. You get four or five good books and then it starts going downhill. What, what book for you was like, oh, this is clearly not as good as the we'll get to the ranking oh, we'll get to the oh, ranking Vic. A book ranking i'm doing a movie ranking i forgot um, that there's any books connected to this a book <laughs> so here the central problem though is that jack ryan is a cold war figure and they never figured out how to adapt him to the post-cold war world mm-hmm. uh, i would suggest that a better fit for our world is not the character of jack ryan but the Jack Ryan expanded universe because within the books, Jack Ryan is one central figure, but there are whole books where he is only way out on the periphery. Like mm-hmm. they talk about him once or twice. Maybe he shows up for a scene. Um, rabbit, red rabbit is like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's nowhere in red storm rising. Um, but he's Cardinal the Kremlin. He again is a very distant mm-hmm. figure. And you have all these other Mary Pat and, uh, and Ed Foley who are fantastic. You have Bob Ritter who's fantastic. Uh, you have Judge is, Greer. Who is the Liev Schreiber sorry, character? That's in Mr. Clark. Because he's my favorite. I would watch a Liev Schreiber, Jack Ryan. There's a whole mm-hmm. So this is movie. one of the things I wondered is why they didn't do a Mr. Clark instead of them. So because this there's a whole thing. So this is barely Jack Ryan. I mean they have abstracted the character to such a degree that it is barely recognizable as him. And mm-hmm. if he wasn't named Jack Ryan and uh Admiral Greer, who's no longer an admiral he's in got, this he's got a bad back. Is now a you know, he's now a belligerent D bag who uh just curses everybody and is divorced and is a Muslim. This is the equivalent of Jim Jim Gordon has a beer and cheats on his wife. Like that version of the reinvention of the, the mm-hmm. Admiral Greer character. Like, why bother making? Why not just st- create a new thing? You don't have to slap an, an existing IP brand on top of, of this. Do. And if you do need to do that, then you're going to make it not a spy movie, but basically like an action. You you want to you don't want to go pure Homeland. You want more action than Homeland mm-hmm. has. Then just use Mr. Clark because Mr. Clark gives you the best of both worlds, mm-hmm. John Clark. And and there's in fact a whole lots of source material to draw from. And also I'd argue John Clark fits better in the post 9/11 world than you know. Sure. Again, Tom, you really need the Soviets. And, and Russia and the Cold War to make proper use of Jack Ryan. Now, I would, I'm going to disagree with this because the best Jack Ryan movie now and forever will be Clear and Present Danger. Wrong. No. Hunt for Red <laughs> October, which I rewatched recently because it's on Amazon Prime now, <laughs> streaming for free. I'm going to throw this out there. All praise Lord Bezos. I'm going to throw this out there. <laughs> That's just wrong. It it everything it, it's it's a very well constructed film. The the scenes with the crews are all great. It just is it's just the 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 action scenes are they look like old bad action scenes. And there's a very disconcerting uh thing that goes on in the last 5 minutes or so of the film where Alec Baldwin and Sean Connery are talking in front of what is clearly a green screen. That's not good. For like, just for like, and I was, I was watching it. I literally could not pay attention to what they were saying because I was just like, why did they make this artistic choice? This is the worst thing I've ever seen. You mean when they I mean, sail back to Maine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. In because, the dark. I mean, because there's, they have all of these on location shots. They've they got all of these shots out. The opening. In the, in the, opening. In the water, in the yeah. open water. Yeah. And they've got, yeah. and they've got shots at the, in the beginning yeah. where they're in, in the, the they're in yeah, the bay. They're ready to sail And out. the whole last five minutes, I'm just like, this is lit 
terribly. It oh my god! Feels it's like a, a the studio it's a coming screen. in on top of McTiernan at the last minute, so saying, like, "We need a coda." Yeah, we need mm-hmm. we, we need, need a coda. We need five minutes explaining what what just uh, happened. What we, ju- yeah. what we, we don't just saw. We don't trust because there's the so many audiences. locations where you'd be able to you yeah. know uh, replicate Penobscot yeah, Bay. Totally. There's no question. Totally, and and it was it, so there 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 and there's nothing like that in Clear and Present Danger, which has the best action sequence of all the Tom Clancy films. Harrowing. By far, the the alley. Do you want to rank them right now, or do you want to wait? Yeah, sure. I'll rank. I'll rank the movies. I'll rank it right now. I'll rank the movies right now. Yeah. All right. Number one, I'm going best to worst. Okay. Number one, Clear and Present Danger. Number two, Patriot Games. Number three, Hunt for Red October. Number four, uh, uh, the Chris Pine one, Shadow Recruit. Number five, Some of All Fears, and number six, the Amazon TV show. At least the first two hours of it that I've seen. You're nearly correct. Mm-hmm. Just just flip your first three. So, it, it's uh, Hunt for Red October, so, Clear and Present Danger, then Patriot Games, clearly. Right, from Victorino? Be, from best to worst, Hunt for Red October. Yes, thank you. I gave a, a tie for second place with Clear and Present Danger and Patriot Games. On the one, Patriot clear, Games clear, is a far clear, inferior clear, movie. Clear, Come on. Pa- I like Sean Bean, though. Clear I like and Sean Present Bean. Danger is a perfect movie. Patriot Games is a very good movie. And and uh, and I like Hunt for Red October is a very good movie. Number four, not Some good. of All Fears. I am not a fan of Ben Affleck, oftentimes as an actor, let alone as... I like him as a director. You have that above Shadow Recruit? No, I didn't see Shadow Recruit, so that does, oh, I'm not even okay. counting it. And then number five is the uh, CBS series Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy's Jack oh, Ryan. Oh, man, you're really digging that shit in there. Um, Although I do like, you're right, I like John Krasinski, and I want him to succeed. I like John Krasinski I want him to, a lot. And he obviously I'm sorry, succeeded would, with Emily Blunt in The did, Quiet Place. Did he but, just make, which he directed, right. and which he owns a piece of. Yeah, yeah, right? I know. No, so he, did he great. probably, I'm happy for my him. guess is he I'm took happy. this gig before he knew that he was going to walk away with $100 million mm-hmm. from Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. Right, he's not going to walk away with that. Let alone Quiet Place 2. The... Yeah, I, 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 Hunt for Red October. It, it, it's fascinating to look at John McTiernan from like nineteen, I don't know, was it eighty seven to nineteen ninety or so, where he has his apex, where he has uh, uh, Predator, Die Hard, and Hunt for Red October, just one right after the other, which are three, you know, yeah, four star movies. And, and then, I mean, and I know he had, I mean, he, you know, he gets a lot of crap for um, Last Action Hero at the time, which was great movie at the time. Last Action Hero is ahead a great movie time. that is totally ahead of its time, and in twenty years, people will. But appreciate you know what's really, fully. really good is the Thomas Crown Affair, oh, yeah. the remake. Oh yeah, love it's it, yeah. fantastic, so love it. Uh, Rene Russo. Just so right, can I can back. I complain about Please. some something? So as I said, that the Jack Ryan expanded universe of the books is very rich source material. If you feel the need to delve an IP, mm-hmm. but what this does, and which which Clancy is very cognizant of throughout his books, is under he really understands the bureaucracy. He understands a lot of things, um, but he understands the bureaucracy of the CIA and the division between ops and intelligence. Right, and and that there is a wall between the two of them, and the DCO is always at war with the DCI, and the role of the director of the CIA is basically to play the two off of one another, and and the books all get to that, and that is very a very rich vein for this world that we live in now. For if you're not going to do it as a period piece, which by the way they could have done it as a period piece, and it would have been great if they just done oh, yeah. Jack yeah, Ryan right, right, and right. Cold no. War, yeah, yeah, it would have been awesome. And then you would have everyone appro- age appropriate for right. what's happening, including Admiral Greer, the whole thing. That's like. It would have been fantastic. Um, but if you're not going to do that, then at least use the bureaucracy. Instead, he just sketches, oh, Timothy Hutton is here, and he's a bad he's a bad bureaucrat. You don't even know where he sits within the organization. No, not at all. You know, I mean, it's just like he's just there. He's just a bad guy. You know he's bad because this he is, went to Yale and Groton. This is the guy who calls uh, uh, Jonathan, or calls, I was going to say Jim Ryan, um, calls Jack Ryan up to, the, uh, to his office and is like, hey, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Thank you for your service. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy who says thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Um, it, it just, 
Yeah. Everything in this is mm-hmm. so paint by it's it's it not very, good. It is very paint by numbers. Good. Are you Suleiman? Who is Suleiman? You know, it's just and okay. the, the the Greer thing chafes me like you mm-hmm. would not believe. Mm-hmm. And Man, I like Wendell Pierce. I love Ad. Well, it's not his fault. No, it's not. I mean, the character's written the way no, it's written. No, right. I love Admiral Greer, who is who's James Earl Jones in the movies, oh, yes. but but in Great. the books he is this. He's just this sage. He is a master spy. Who you know? Whose secrets have secrets, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as Tony Stark would say, and you know everything. He's an he's an intelligence guy, not an ops guy, yeah. and he's always thinking like he's basically Nick Fury. He's always thinking five steps ahead yeah. of everybody else. Yeah. And now he's just a a guy who look. You can go with your gut. Your gut is all you've got. Yeah, the writing's terrible. Instincts. <laughs> the writing is terrible. Yeah, he's a he's a tough cop who plays mm-hmm. by his own rules. Mm-hmm. And I just look at I'm just this, that's not that character. What are you doing? No. And the other guy, Matisse, is that his name? Who's the other sort of spy guy out in the field? It just it just wasn't it wasn't working. It also the problem for me is uh, prior to watching this uh, show, um, uh, Kate and I had just finished watching The Night Manager, also on Amazon. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. I highly recommend it's it. Very good. Oh, you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's Tom Hiddleston, very... Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie's. He's even when he's evil, he's still yeah, so likable. So he's still so likable. So he, here's a question for you. Yeah. And so this gets to my the idea about the why do you have to slap this layer of IP on top of it? Um, there's always a creative decision whether you're going to do it as your own thing or if you're going to lean on something else. And for this, I would show so Sherlock Holmes, like Sherlock Holmes, is an existing character, and there are two truly great adaptations of Sherlock Holmes over on te- on television over the last decade. One is Sherlock, the Benedict Cumberbatch yes. BBC, and the other is House, starring Hugh Laurie. Uh... House is done is. But it is not like a oh there are parallels. He is Sherlock Holmes. The whole well, thing about without it without a Doctor Watson is... though. I mean he doesn't no. have a sidekick per se, does he? In the house, his 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 sidekick is the other Doc, whose name is uh, the woman. Uh, no, oh. the, the, no, the, the kind me. of bland looking guy. The, oh, the guy right. from Dead yeah, Poets yeah, yeah, Society, yeah, 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 yeah. right? He lives in Robert Sean Leonard. Robert Sean Leonard. Yes. He he lives in two twenty one B. That's his street address in Princeton. Like this is. He is. He has the Baker Street Boys, who are his little mm-hmm. kids that he sends off on missions and stuff. This is so, but they didn't feel the need to say this is Sherlock Holmes because they were happy to like create their own thing. And what goes into the decision by a place like Amazon that says we've got to slap Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan on top of this thing instead of just creating? They've got a story they want to tell, so why not just tell the story? Did they have a story they wanted to tell? I assume they worked backwards from this. They were like, okay, what's popular? Yeah. Jack Ryan is popular. Uh, Tom Clancy is popular. Let's do something in that vein. I mean, they've been looking. They've been very explicit about this that they've been looking for a Game of Thrones type show mm. uh, to to make Amazon a must must subscribe, must watch. They've channel. got it coming, and, and they've and they're trying to Greg do Greg Rucka. The, huh? They what? bought Lazarus. I think the Greg. Ro- I've been uh, I've been I've been beating this drum for two nobody years. Nobody knows now. what that is. No, no. Uh, well, I they don't. will when it when it nobody, eventually shows up on Amazon nobody, in two years. Nobody, the entire country becomes obsessed with it. Nobody knows what that is. But they. But this is why they bought the Lord of the Rings, the rights to the Lord of the Rings, and they're, that's why they're bringing Peter Jackson back mm-hmm. to mine that you know ground this again. This is this is like saying you know in 1960, we got to find another odd couple. The odd couple's a giant hit. Just make us another odd couple. Like this is. Yeah. We, yeah. So anyway, I assume they started with Jack Ryan. We're like, okay, how can we make this relevant to today's audiences? Almost certainly true. Well, clear, it was, yeah. which is unfortunate because it's not very good. Almost certainly true. Uh, shall we rank the Tom Clancy books? 
I've I, only read one. <laughs> I've read none. <laughs> let me I guess read, the one. Let me no no. Let okay. me guess. I was in high school. Red Storm Rising. Yes. Yeah. And I fantasized <laughs> about that being a movie, but I, two things I thought. Is this two, the one even, where Russia invades Iceland? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so. And there was a computer game uh, for the Apple IIe, which was extremely primitive at the time because they never had as many games as PCs did. But it was called something like Theater Europe, and you can either take NATO's side or Warsaw Pact, and. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that was very. I'm getting into it again. Uh, uh, but but it was along those lines, and so reading that book, I mean, I devoured that book. And uh, but my two thoughts were one, it's sprawling. There's not a really. I mean, there Enormous. is a kind Unfilmable. of a main character, but it's unfilmable. And the other thing was, this was pre CGI, so I said, how are they going to film these giant scenes that you could easily do now? I so I re I have reread <laughs> all guess, of the time. How did you guess Red Storm? Because I know you. <laughs> Uh, I, I've reread the entire Tom Clancy series in the last seven years, and so I, they're all reasonably okay. fresh with me. Red Storm Rising is even better than you remember oh. it. If you were to if you were to dip back into it as a beach read at some point, it is not the case that you would be embarrassed. Like I no, can't no, believe okay, I loved right, this when no, I was fourteen. No, no. Right, right, right. It it's, it is it really holds up. Uh, so so Tom Clancy books fall into three categories. There is the stuff that is just the trash. There's the stuff that is the military porn, mm-hmm. and there's the stuff that is spy porn. And I think Red Storm Rising is the greatest of the military porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the best of all of them, number one, Cardinal of the Kremlin, which is his masterwork and is pure spy I cloak and dagger stuff. Yeah. It's a little slow for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. You would, you would, yeah. well, I remember Red Storm Rising. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of scenes in the submarine. Is that a, is that a Jack Ryan book or Cardinal of the Kremlin? He's in it in that he's a character who exists. Back, it takes place entirely in Moscow. And Jack Ryan is a guy back in Washington who's an analyst. And they never turn that into a movie. No, I think it's probably too slow. This is much more. It's it's a really, it's a hard hardcore spy John le Carre like no. dead drops yeah, and everything. Work. I mean, I, I it's I, so good. Though. I remember at the time Russia House came out with Sean Connery, mm-hmm. thinking that they, I figured they would do also Cardinal the Kremlin. But Can I just interject briefly? Yeah. Since you mentioned le Carre, I I recently read the Carla trilogy, mm-hmm. and what I, they're they're all very well written, and and I, I think the uh, the honorable schoolboy. Is that was that is, it, is probably the best of them and could make actually a pretty decent like two and a half hour movie in a way that the other two I don't think could um, even though it's the longest you just pare it down a bit but the the problem with the the problem with all of these books is that they in, they they revolve entirely around spies trying to get other spies for no other reason than they're trying to get the spies right they're like they're all about trying to get assets. Without any actual um, uh, plot, or, or not—I mean, not plot, but like any scheme. There's no—they're mm-hmm. not trying to defuse. There's no bomb to defuse. They're just—it's just like we need to get this guy, and that's it. Are that's you like saying the that's whole, the case of all of them, or well, just the, that's the, the case of these three Carla books? Trilogy. That's that's the case yeah. of those three books, and it's—it's it's like I found it vaguely frustrating. Like, I do not love like Carré. Okay. I know it's heresy among people who love spy stuff. Um, so, Cardinal the Kremlin is this, is the story of the highest placed U.S. spy in the who is actually like on the Politburo, and he's on the verge of being compromised finally. And the CIA, directed by Bob Ritter, who is the Henry Cerny character, oh, who's the yeah, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But but of course, in the books, he's not a bad guy. Oh. He's he's a very honorable he's got, ops oh. guy, and he yeah. decides that they're going to pull him out. 
they don't need to pull him out. There's and there's another side of the CIA just like, hey, look, we you know we've done what we could for mm-hmm. this guy. You know, this is what happens. And Ritter says, no, we gotta we gotta get him out. And so it's the story of how they try to extract uh, their their biggest asset. It's qu- fantastic. Question: You mentioned the third category of Tom Clancy books. The, the what was it called? You had just uh, trash. Trash. Okay. Uh, like like what? Is that like Rainbow Six? All the Rainbow <laughs> Six executive <laughs> orders. Executive orders is basically the Jack ones? Ryan and the Balanced Budget wait, wait. Amendment. I'm sorry. Yeah. The ones? No, he becomes yeah. president. Is this the one oh where they? God, it's so bad. Oh. The ones based on the video game aren't very good. Is that what you're telling me? Is that you know the video game's based on them? But no. But once he becomes president, the books are Ayn Rand style, full of speechifying about. It is as if our friends at Media Matters were writing a parody of what conservatives mm-hmm. doing fiction mm-hmm. would write. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. right. You know, like, got it, like, got it. And Jack Ryan right. said, "Well, we have this amendment. It's mm-hmm. right there in the Constitution, in the number two hole. Perhaps you've heard of it, because we have to be able to." Protect our. It is. so well. Why do you hate guns? Why do you hate guns, JB? So bad. What are you saying? It's really, and but but here's the one final thing. Yeah, I yeah. feel like I've dominated Please. this only because no, 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 no. That's fan. great. That's um, great. This is perfect. He almost certainly would have been a Trumpkin. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Clancy. Despite Absolutely. the fact that the Trumpism stuff is all totally counter to his actual ideological beliefs, foreign policy wise. Foreign policy-wise, uh, tax-wise, size of government-wise, et cetera, et cetera. That, this is, I don't want to get political. What I mean to say, though, that for a guy who was very, very conservative, was a Trumpkin, he was in love with the Russian people. And one of the things that makes the early Clancy stuff so good is that he has clearly read like every great Russian novel ever. Mm-hmm. He loves Russian culture. Mm-hmm. He loves the Russian people. Mm-hmm. And he really spends a lot of time trying to get at the, the fleshed out soul of the Russian characters in his yeah. in his books. Yeah. And so the the bad guys are not sketched out cardboard cutouts. I mean they are really and and there are plenty of Russians who are legit good guys who right. are just like you know stuck where they're stuck. Right. Uh, and it's it's so good. Go read Carnival. Are you you've never read Carnival? You would love it, Simon. I've never read any. I've read zero Tom Clancy books. Would you read Carnival? The first Kremlin time I've read something you haven't. By the way, you know who's a huge fan of Carnival Kremlin? Who? Aaron. Aaron McLean. Mm-hmm. Oh. Huge. He was in it, by the way. He's actually yeah, he's, he's Aaron, actually the Aaron, Cardinal. Aaron is actually Jack Ryan. Um, okay. You know what you all left out, by the way? You left out Netforce. Tom Clancy's Netforce. And I think that was a short-lived TV oh series. Is that like Tech War? Yeah, well, he was ahead of his time because it was all about the cyber. He he knew that cyber terrorism would be a big deal. And all I can think of is, you know what they could have used in Netforce? They could have used a virtual private network. This is the. It's so nice to have two sponsors who I legit really love on the same day. Uh, ExpressVPN. This is uh, again. I'm just going to go off script because I love it. So ExpressVPN is the other service that <laughs> I have both of these apps, both Calm and ExpressVPN, on my phone right now. Uh, so if you ever use public wireless networks, uh, you are crazy because when you're on a public wireless network, if you're at McDonald's or Starbucks or the library or wherever, uh, you are susceptible to anybody else on the public network. Anybody who is sophisticated and malicious can break into your computer, which is why you should be using a virtual private network. It's, it's essentially a little safety device that keeps you anonymized and uh, and totally safe and impervious from hackers when you're on public networks. Um, you can, anybody can set up a VPN on their own, but it's a pain in the ass. And instead of trying to do it, you should 
just go to expressvpn.com and pay them because it's not that expensive. It's really cheap and it's really easy. And this is like buying the cheapest insurance you could possibly buy. This is one of the things where they have solved the entire VPN problem for you. It took me, I mean, no kidding, about eight seconds to install the ExpressVPN app. It took, I think I had to click three different buttons. And it's just done. And then you never have to worry about it. Whenever you want to activate it and turn it on, there's just like a little power button on your browser that you can click. And it just, bam, your your VPN network is active. It doesn't slow you down. Uh, it, it It's really good. Uh you shouldn't be on public Wi-Fi without it. They also have all sorts of benefits about how, you know, we protect your privacy at home. And, and I guess if you care about whether or not your ISP knows where you're going to, Vic, uh, <laughs> that could be useful to you um, because you're looking at anime. It's <laughs> a callback. You like that? I like that. Uh, so anyway, all this is ExpressVPN is really good. I use it. You can, I think you can have up to five devices protected by it. So you really can make it like a family plan where you just... Buy the buy the one membership you and your, on your laptop Safe. is covered, your your desktop at home is covered, your phone is covered, wow. your spouse's phone That's is it. covered. It, it, it's really good. ExpressVPN.com slash substandard. They will give you three months free. Uh, again, this is like solid value for people. Uh, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash substandard. I don't know why we have to spell it out. It's just like it says, expressvpn.com slash substandard. We'll give you three months free uh, with a one-year package. Uh, terms and conditions may apply. Thank you, JVL. Corrections, additions, nothing good. That's all the time we're given to this episode. Welcome back, everybody. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments, tweet us at Victorina Mattis at Sunny Bunch. At JV Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard on a podcast. We're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time. Anything for outtakes? Yeah. JVL, what's going on? Anything else? Any other thoughts? God, I thought I had something from the mm. beach for you boys. Yeah. Uh, and Were the, did you come across any jellyfish, no, sharks, never have any jellyfish sand crabs? Down there. Um, no shark sightings by us. Oh, really? I, be, I believe there may have been some shark activity in the general vicinity, yeah, but we didn't we didn't have any problems. Dolphins? Uh, yeah, well, I didn't see any dolphins. Oh. It was great. My two-year-old turned two. Uh, hey. While we were down there, and it was like a switch flipped, and he turned to, and then all of a sudden it was like everything was no, and then it was like why, <laughs> why would I do that? Then he was like coming up, you're being rude, daddy, and stuff like that. It's no, it's great. <laughs> it was super duper awesome. Uh, I'm sure it's fun. <laughs>